Welcome to the Scouts and I podcast with me, Michael, and me, Vicky. Hello, and welcome back to the Scouts and I podcast. I'm Vicky, and I'm Michael. And today on our podcast, we have Emma, who is our Northern Ireland Commissioner for Network. Hello, Emma. Hello. And how are you today? I'm good, thanks. Excited to be here. Great, we're excited to have you. Um, so today, just we're going to have a chat about network, about you and your involvement in Scouts, um, and just have um, a great time together talking Scouts. Um, but before we start, Michael has um, a couple of quick games, just to... To get games, things moving. Yeah, something like games, yeah. Got a few would you rathers. Okay. Keep, put you, keep you on your toes. So, let's see. Can we both play? We'll all play. All three yeah, well, yeah. Um, okay, let's see. I asked Biggie this yeah, one earlier. And it's so, would you rather swim in a pool full of Nutella or a pool full of maple syrup? Hmm. Well, I'm actually against Nutella. I don't eat it oh. because it's not great for the environment, pitching the environment here. Um, so I'm going to go for maple syrup, although I don't know the environmental um, impacts of it. So I'm going out of reach here, but I'm going to go for maple syrup. I am. Go- I would go Nutella. Um, I do agree, though, and I buy the Whole Foods chocolate spread because there's no palm oil. Um, however, I just imagine that if you're swimming through it, you would be quite sticky in maple syrup, whereas Nutella's a bit more solid. I think. But that... could you swim for Nutella? Would it be too See, solid? that's what I think. I think when you got into it, you're there forever. You're not getting out. No. So it is quite a solid. I don't, it's it's, not, it's not like, something you swim through. No, it's something you're in it and you're there. There's no, you know, in between. So, well, okay. But anyway, enough okay. would you rather. <laughs> Just have a wee cry um, in the We're going down there. a rabbit hole that we'll probably not get out of if we keep going. No. So, um, just to rein it back, um, great to have you, Emma. Do you want to, first of all, tell us um, a little bit about yourself and a little bit about how long you've been involved in scouting? Yeah, um, so my um, full name's Emma Webster, um, and yeah, I just started as NIC for Network. Um, so my involvement in scouting, I kind of started with a bit of a youth um, organization journey so as a wee girl I was in GB and then I moved into guides and I was a guide right through Rainbow Brownie and then into guides and then I realized I quite liked the idea of camping and hiking and adventure and my guide group at the time just I wasn't really getting that out of them so yeah. I joined the local scout group uh, which was uh, first town to gay and uh, County Armagh County Armagh so that's where I'm from and went to um there for maybe just a year i was, didn't get scouts much and then i joined fourth quarter down troop uh, which i believe was a district group but i'm not too sure um and went there then until i was 18 and had a fab time and really enjoyed it got loads of opportunities and then moved to the big smoke belfast for yeah you. and got out of it a bit uh sort of through starting to the wind don't know how i managed to go to the Essex 2016 Jamboree, um, a group of was that during your break? Yeah, I hadn't been in starting for a year, and I don't know how I managed to get myself organised enough to apply for that, but I did. Um, so I was still involved a little bit, and kind of in and out of the Armand network that was set up. And then I met the lovely David Scott in my second year of uni at some day at Crawfordsburn. Don't ask me what it was for. Don't ask me how I was there. But I met the lovely David Scott and he got me straight back into it and somehow got me to commit to starting a QB network up again at Queen's University. So I was actually on my placement then the year after that and I wasn't able to commit to it during my placement because I was down home again. Yeah. 
Norma <laughs> and uh, then I went back to Belfast for uni in my third year and started up GB Network again and haven't looked back ever since. I've just been network, network, network and loving the sports and just got really back into it. So yeah, that's amazing. That's my journey. Yeah. Okay. Um. Interestingly, I also um was in brigade and moved to guides as well and yeah. now in scouts so we've I had did, I did not do you. that we've had a very similar journey <laughs> I didn't do that. Michael was not in girls brigade I was in the boy brigade but then oh, well, I came to the I came to the light side instead of the dark side um, so. okay so you mentioned there um about your involvement in network and things and obviously now you're Northern Ireland Commissioner for Network so do you want to tell us a little bit about that role a little bit about maybe why you applied um and your kind of your journey yeah, so um, I've been network commissioner um, now for the past two months. Started started in September there, um, taking over from David Scott. And um, a bit about why I applied. I just really enjoy network. I really like the idea of network, what it's about, what it gives 18, 25-year-olds, the opportunities you can get before you're really an adult because 18, 25-year-olds are not adults yet. Yeah. <laughs> they need that extra section. <laughs> Um, and the reason I applied was I'd actually been working really closely with David Scott on QB Network and just generally helping with other things. And through my SOA Award, Scout of the World Award, I'd been sort of working a bit with um, commissioners on tree planting. Okay. And he was able to put me in as his deputy network just to give me that opportunity to have a bit more of an input at the NI meetings. Yeah. And just with getting network members and getting the sort of contacts to go mm-hmm. through to the commissioners and the groups to get scouts. And I just really enjoyed sort of shadowing him as well a bit um, and seeing what he was doing. And whenever I heard he was stepping down and um, the position was was open, I really wanted to apply. And um, I, I applied for the position. I nominated myself. If anyone out there nominated me, thank you very much. But I also nominated <laughs> myself. There's no shame in it. And um, yeah, I went and yeah, it was successful. So, oh, fab. Uh, yeah, I really, um, really uh, did want the role. and. Um, so you had a really good grinding then at working alongside David to try and you know to give you that bit of an experience that you could then bring in yeah definitely um David's been great and he was a great commissioner and he's really given network members an opportunity to get involved and do youth lead it um you know he he's tried to make a a network team and allowed you know networkers to run off and and sort of develop events themselves and get input from him and support from where that's great he was really good and, and that let me really get involved and, and know that I wanted to take on the NIC role and what mm-hmm. it would kind of entail. Um, so, yeah. Um, I think that's all you asked a little bit about applying yeah. involvement. Yeah. So, just, so just um, I know Michael has a few questions, but just um, one thing that I would uh, quite like to you know, kind of talk to us about is what is network? Like what if, if I was 20 and you were trying to encourage me to join a network or start a network and um, what is it what are the benefits for our young adults that's a great question and i wonder out there how many people could actually answer it, it network can sometimes be the forgotten section um but it, it is one of the one of the important ones and mm-hmm. um, so just to backtrack to your to your question so um it's the sixth section in the scouting journey um comes after explorers as for 18 to 25 year olds um, and it just gives them um, 18 to 25 year olds that opportunity to just develop themselves and sort of become leaders mm-hmm. and sort of make that journey from explorers and young people into adult volunteers. Yeah. 
Um, a lot of time when you've just turned 18, there's a lot else on your plate, you're planning for uni, there's different mm-hmm. things, and you maybe can't commit to being a section or an assistant section leader at the time. You maybe don't have the development and the learning, so it's a great place to, to join in, to develop your skills as a leader, get your word badge, to um, understand you know permits and assessments, and mm-hmm. you know, take time just to go camping with your network yeah. group and, and get your log, um, hill walking, go hiking with your network group. And, I've sort of been talking about skills and, and bettering yourself, um, completing your awards, your Star of the World Award, your Explorer Belt Award, really can only be got in your network age from 18 plus to 25. Yeah. Um, and then it's a great chance to finish your Queen's Scout Award as well, because a lot of explorers will have got their platinum and their diamond, but to really top off that CV, it's great to get your Queen's. And it just gives you a bit of extra time to do that, a bit of independency to do that um, from your sort of um, your explorer leaders. Um, and then as well, it's fun. It's really, really good. It's a place where it's really youth led. It's there's sort of a kind of leader role that would maybe rally the group because let's be honest, people can't come together without a bit of yeah. organizing them. <laughs> yeah. Um, especially getting twenty five year olds, and um, it's just to get you out to get you to do things. You know, it can range from you being up a mountain hiking, to, and and trying to log fill your logbook for permits and bettering your sort. of to sense of adventure to be your to a christmas quiz or being out for mm-hmm. christmas dinner with all your sort of local network friends and it's people who've come up with you um and explorers and they'll still be your friends and network yeah um and then a big thing is as well if you're part of your local network and you get registered with your local network before you head off across the water to university you know you'll find your feet over there you might get into scouting over there um but if you've come back at christmas or you come back over the summer your local mm-hmm. network's still there for you to go back into yeah. and join. And when you're 23, 24 and you've finished uni, you've still like another two to one years to to get back to your network, get involved, get back into leader, leaders, um, being a leader at home and, and getting back into scouting. You know, because that was kind of me, I went away and, and even just at Queen's, you know, simply yeah. moving from Armagh to Belfast made me kind of lose my, my scouting track mm-hmm. for a few years. And then network got me back involved. And now I wouldn't look back scouting my life <laughs> i think it's really good that um there's a section for our young adults who you know in a lot of uniformed youth groups if if you don't want to be a leader or if you can't commit to being a leader when you turn 18 there's no place for you no. you know there's yeah. nowhere for you to go or do the only reason you stay after 18 is to be a leader and actually for the young people and scouts to be able to when they pass 18 and they become a young adult to be able to complete their awards to be able to hang out with friends and do do things together with like-minded people who love scouts yeah exactly. um but not necessarily have that on their head of you have to be a leader to still be involved yeah, you can yeah. actually be involved on a level of i'm just coming here to to enjoy it to hang out with friends to gain my yeah. awards and just have fun and it's great it, it's a great place to just sort of get settled and understand because even a lot of explorers maybe they've done the young leader scheme but they still don't really understand what being a leader entails yeah and it's a great way to get your feet grounded um and also figure out what section you like because mm-hmm. taking squirrels is very different from taking an explorer group and you need to understand what age group you're going to be with and yeah. when you're a young leader you're usually doing beavers or cubs yeah. and sometimes it's nice to say well maybe i'd like to take explorers mm-hmm. so feeding in from others and what they're doing and just sort of chatting to, to other leaders and stuff and just sorting sorting out what way you want to take scouts when you grow up yeah plus it gives you i think if you're if you're just being a leader in scouts you know you can get sort of away from the hiking and the camping mm-hmm. and stuff whereas if 
you are in network for a bit, you still get that camping and network. Yeah, and the hiking, always, yeah, yeah. The, the adventure side. Yeah. And then you can hopefully take that network group with you and, and then mm-hmm. they become a leader group that go out camping and hiking and stuff and, and make friends. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's definitely... No, that's yeah. great. I think it's yeah. one of those things I, think I missed out on when I was in that age range. I'm not anymore. I'm not that... I'm just the, one year out of it. Um, I would have technically been network, but I didn't go to any network events growing up when I was 18 and 25 just because... I didn't feel like there was a, yeah. the push, especially in my yeah. district, there wasn't it's, much. And Yeah, it's definitely a provision that is lacking at the minute across Northern Ireland. Um, and, you know, there is, I, I do know there's probably network groups out there and they're maybe just not getting um, sort of understanding what all opportunities they can do and getting, you know, sort of maybe the support and stuff that, that they need to sort of keep going. But I guess that's a big part of what my Northern Ireland Commissioner role will yeah. be is, it's sort of speaking to county commissioners, district commissioners, and seeing how we can get a network provision open and, and working with explorer leaders to, to make sure that explorers know about network as well. A lot of the time, as I said, it can be sort of forgotten, but if you can get your explorers into a network and on compass and registered with you, then you've kept them. And when they come back, if they do go across seas or even if they move to Belfast, you know, if you're moving to mm-hmm. Belfast from Tamala, you know, it is quite a long distance yeah. to be coming back for your local network. So, um, and then it's really great that we have QB Network and University Ulster Network. We have two really good networks in our university. So if you are from Fermanagh and you're heading up to Queen's, mm-hmm. you have a network there that you can join do a lot of stuff with. And then you yeah. can also join your local network and go back at Christmas and go to maybe their Christmas function. You know, you mm-hmm. don't, you, I guess to stress that you, you can be part of multiple networks. On Compass, you know, maybe you should really try and sort of stick to one for admin purposes. Yeah. <laughs> but that's not make it complicated. But, you know, you know, sort of you can be part and, and go to a lot of different networks and sort of just meet new people. As a networker, you're welcome anywhere, yeah. effectively, networkers, wherever you are. I always say networkers are there to network. <laughs> yeah. That's perfect. Thanks very much for that, Emma. So you've, you, you haven't said already yet, but you being NIC for network, how are you able to, you know, manage that alongside your own scout life how, how do you balance that yeah so i guess my if you could say your own personal scout life then would be uh volunteering with the new glengorm next door unit up in north belfast mm-hmm. um so yes yeah, so i'm a leader there and then i'm also sort of involved in the sort of development of explorers and network in uh, north belfast so Classic. it feeds quite nicely into yeah. my nic role that's great so you know um it's just being being organized and just being on it i think it is mm-hmm. you know nic even in the two months that i've just been in it's busy mm-hmm. and you're you know sort of have to be on it a bit more for emails you know you, you can't really sit there you do have to sort of reply to them because it's yeah. quite important because it's you know you're it's a, the sixth action you kind of need to bring it forward um i just find being on top of it um and, and keeping yourself um up to date on what on what you need to do in your role helps uh but also being passionate about your role if you're going to take on a bigger role um in scouting outside of your normal you know sort of leadership yeah. role you need to be passionate about it i just love network i love seeing a network get developed queens really i really love seeing queens take off mm. and seeing it be so mm-hmm. successful and to this day it's still very successful and hand you know hand tops hats off to all the people that are still there doing the committee work um but yeah, just being really passionate and enjoying your role. At the end of the day, you're a volunteer. 
and you need angel removal. Mm-hmm. You mean if I was going to a and and I was like, oh, you know, and it was becoming a real chore, and I didn't want to go. Well, then you know you're not in the right role, mm-hmm. and there's no point doing that bigger role besides your scouting role. Um, but I don't like. I hop in the car. I'm buzzing to go see all the other commissioners. I'm buzzing to go see what we're gonna talk about tonight. I really enjoy the P and mm-hmm. I really enjoy, you know sadly <laughs> enjoy the admin i enjoy sending emails about network i enjoy getting responses from commissioners and district commissioners mm-hmm. about i want to make a network happen and i'm then excited to follow up on that and i just knew from you know when, whenever i was working with david and he would sort of talk about the thing i was like oh yes like, i want to hear more like i just i just knew that would i would enjoy that part i think that's really key though i think when you really enjoy something and it's so obvious how much you enjoy it when you really enjoy it it's not a job it's not a chore you know yeah like the meetings that some people would think oh i don't think i would want to be a commissioner because i'm gonna have to do this and i'll have you know actually if it's something you're really passionate about and you clearly love it then it's not it's not hard work it's not a chore it's something that you just love doing and therefore it's something that you find the time for you you enjoy finding the time for it and you're happy to do it yeah like, I mean, I do say, like, you know, to people in work, I'm off to my second work now, you know, scouting yeah. my second job, but it's a job I really like. And yeah, exactly. I think if you're going to take on a bigger role and balance it with your already sort of scout life leader mm-hmm. role, it needs to be something you're going to be enjoying and passionate about and going to be, you know, it fulfills you at the end of the day. And at the end of the day, like, you're doing it for the young people. Yeah, like totally. I'm doing it so that explorers have somewhere to go and mm-hmm. we retain our young people and then we get great leaders out of it. And that you have to kind of have the bigger picture in the back of your yeah. head as well. Um, Definitely. And that's why you volunteer to do it, you know, because you want to make certain succeed. Totally. Mm-hmm. When you look back in 20, 30 years, it's like, oh yeah, yeah there's Screens Network. Yeah, it's I still going strong. Fingers crossed. <laughs> Who knows? But yeah, it's just yeah. nice. It's, it's nice to leave a legacy as well. Like you'll, you know, you'll have been an NI commissioner at some point. And yeah. I think that's quite nice to sort of have that. So yeah, I mean, when you say balancing, it's just, if you're going to take on a bigger role, yeah, it's definitely being organized, being on it. But I think if you're passionate about it and you enjoy it, you will just make mm. time for it. Yeah. And you won't want to, you won't want to fail. You know, yeah. you'll want to do And I'm sure, like, I'm sure you all, all the commissioners, you know, there's, there's good relationships there and if you're struggling with something or stuck with something both staff um and the commissioners and you know Stephen is chief commissioner um you know there's support there as well so, so if, support. if you're yeah. if you are struggling with your balance then there's people there that you can kind of tap into and yeah definitely there's so much support given from all the other NICs and yeah I've only been in two months but even from working with David beforehand you know I, as I said, only been in two months and I know them all really well. Mm-hmm. They're all lovely. I go to the PND meetings, can talk to every single one of them. Yeah. And I know exactly who to contact if there's an issue and they've all been really good. And they all really we all really want each other's sections to succeed. Like, you know, I'm gonna probably be working by directly with Michael on Explorers, you know, I'm sure and NIC Scouts um, once explorers and network succeed so Scouts have somewhere to move up to mm-hmm. yeah all the commissioners feed into each other and support each other and, and it's a really good team perfect that's great to hear that's really great to hear Emma thanks for that so if I was a young person and not a young person well I class myself as young you're young compared to me Michael well, you said it not me um, <laughs> yeah so what advice would you give to people who are wanting to join or start a network 
I definitely say it. first of all um, reach out to your DC your DC yes reach out to your DC and see if there's already a network provision because a lot of the time the soda is in the background on Compass network and no one knows it's there no one really knows it's there but there is a network yep. for every sort of county at least and it's sitting there and people are put into it you know when they're leaders but maybe it's not active um, so reach out to your DC that you're interested in getting involved you know, um, if you don't hear back, reach out to your county commissioner, reach out. And if you don't hear back from anyone within your county or district, reach out to myself, you know, network at scoutsni.org. Reach out, um, let me know what district or county you're from and I'll work with you um, to, to get you a provision there that you can do something. Um, I mean, a lot of the time it might be that maybe you're, you're starting from scratch and there is no network there. Yeah. But... I mean, there, there's the beauty of it. You get to build a network exactly. exactly. What, an yeah. what an opportunity. Then. What an opportunity. Yeah. You get to so, build it how you literally want it. Yeah. Um, and there's a lovely wee role for that called DS, um, DSNC. So, oh, wow. you know, District Scout Network Commission. It's there's fun. a nice wee, nice wee title yeah. on the CV to go away plug. Yeah. So, um, we, so, we've talked a lot, Emma, about your scouting life, about your scouting role, um, and about how young people can get involved in network or try and scope out opportunities um, to... Um, create um, a network or to um, to be involved in, in their local one but I want to have just for the last few minutes just to chat about what you do when you're not scouting so it sounds like you have a lot of busyness around scouting so um, with the little free time that you do have outside of scouts um, is there something that you just love doing in particular you know, that, that little time outside scouts yeah. it really does fill up your life <laughs> good thing you're passionate about yeah. it um yeah well this is gonna like, sound really dorky and like people who know me know exactly what's coming but um <laughs> i love bird watching in my spare time really? oh, i didn't do. Know that. i do i love it um you know sometimes i think i should give it all up and join the rspb and i team and just isn't be, bill like, audie the bird man isn't he doesn't Bill Audie? Yes, yeah, 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 he does. Yeah, so he you're like, like our Scouts and I female version of Bill Audie. Uh, possibly, I would yeah. imagine. Well, that'd be honest. Uh, well, Bill Audie? Yeah, I, well, I don't know if, well, no, maybe not. Maybe not the name. Yeah, I'm still a female version. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I, I, I bird watch in my spare time. I'm actually part of the, quite newly, well, I joined during lockdown, but obviously that didn't go very well. <laughs> so I joined the North Down Bird Watching Club. Oh, wow. And it is a class group of individuals, a wee bit older than me. Hope none of them take offence if they ever listen to this. Um, that meet and just do lots of bird watching stuff. So we met on Sunday and went down. Is it Quill Park in Down Patrick? I think. Um, okay. We went, we went bird watching there and it was fantastic. Oh, that's fun. Um, I actually, um, me and the boyfriend do that together. <laughs> like, oh, like lovely. The, the six nice plus date. people we are. Yeah. <laughs> so we do that together and yeah, just really love it. Um, and it's really fun when you turn around to someone and they're like, "What was that?" I'm like. Exactly. So, what's the most exotic bird you've ever seen then in Northern Ireland? In so Northern what's Ireland, the best bird you've seen? Do you Golden think? Eagle. No, but I have seen one. I was in Scotland. Took myself for a wee two-week Scotland bird watching trip over to the Isle of Skye. So that was that was unreal. If okay. you're a bird watcher or a hike, I was like that the an hike. organized tour, or did you plan? No, I planned it myself. Me and my boyfriend. What a life it. you Spent live. the money on a ferry and everything. Campsite. What loved a great it. Life. That's amazing. Um, but most exotic bird. Um, then for me. So it's exotic, um, but it's the Manx Shearwater. Um, so it's a bird off Copeland Island. Well, it nests in Copeland Island. Okay. Copeland Island is just like Swiss cheese, like a well, big thing of cheese. It just has loads of holes for it okay. that these birds burrow into. That, that were made by, these don't dig, but they were made by rabbits, but these birds use these, these holes okay. and these burrows. 
and um, they've just got like is the longest migration of a bird probably not the longest but it's a very very cool migration they go right down to South America whole way down and then they come back to Copeland every year to breed oh, wow. so they lay their chicks and then the parents take off without and telling the, the chicks. chicks just take off back down to South America go whole way boom and the chicks go well here my mum and dad's not coming back for me I, I may wiggle out of this burrow here and they get up and they stretch their wings and then they just know exactly how to go follow their mums wow. and dads down south of America isn't it amazing that's fantastic and that's they don't, incredible they aren't taught it there's nothing and they just head off on their big big journey and they do that every year then they come back so there's a big um a Copeland um, bird observatory big group out there that's okay. monitoring them and um, there's actually that's people very from cool. Oxford come over and do monitoring on them so that's a pretty cool exotic bird I guess yeah. if you can see yeah. Vicky and my face right now we're like in disbelief of yeah I can't believe cool. the little baby birds, birds. Cool, guys. No. Yeah. I know. follow the whole way that's incredible badge. Yeah, oh. and if there's any birders listening, I've got that wrong. Sorry. And is that what you're <laughs> called? Check. Is that what bird watchers are called? Like birders? No, they're called something horrendous. We're called twitchers. Twitchers. Oh. So don't even, I don't know who decided this, but I call us birders because I don't like the word twitchers. <laughs> I don't know why. If there's someone come back and ask why we're called twitchers, because I don't even want to Google it. Twitchers. But I call us birders. <laughs> Emma, thank you so much for coming in and chatting to us and um, chatting to everybody that's listening um, about you, about your role, um, a little bit about networking, how our young people can get involved in that. Um, as a fairly new commissioner, it's great to have you here and to be able to, to get to know you and let everybody know that you're out there and that you're passionate um, and that network is very much going strong. Thank you very much for having me. I've really enjoyed today. Um, it's been really fun recording this. Great. Well, it's been it's been good for us, and we've enjoyed it. And Very much so. for everyone who's listening, um, if you haven't listened to our first podcast, um, you can listen to that on whichever platform that you're currently listening to us on now. Um, and it's all about camping. Um, so have a listen to that. Um, and look out for our third episode. Um, which is coming soon. 